From the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work they love, and create amazing relationships. I'm George Camel here with the man himself, Dave Ramsey. This is your show, America. That's my new title, the man himself. I like that. I don't know what himself is. It's just epic. I'm always himself now. Legendary. Who knew? Wow. Open phones here. We want to talk to you about your life and your money at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Jason's with us in Hartford, Connecticut. Hey, Jason, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thanks, Dave. How are you doing today? Better than I deserve. What's up, man? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm a long-time uh, listener, and I'm a long-time saver. I was hoping you could answer a question regarding a retirement uh, disagreement between my wife and I. Um I'm 54. She's 51. Um, I'd like to retire next year at 55. I feel like I have enough uh, savings to retire comfortably, maybe possibly do a side gig, and um, she doesn't feel like we do. So just asking for some advice. Well, retirement's not a feeling, so that's at least uh, some consolation to you. We can look at some facts and data to go, all right, do you have the, the finances to retire? Is your nest egg big enough? How much is your nest egg, dude? Um, about two and a half, around Two and a half million. So she needs more than a couple hundred thousand a year to live on? Uh, apparently so. <laughs> What's your current expenses? Um, you know, right now we're probably about $8,000 a month. Okay. So you need $100,000 a year to live. And Correct. two and a half million invested in good mutual funds, if it made 10%, would be 250000 right? Correct. Now, you, don't, you probably don't have access to all of that at 54, do you? No, she's she's going to be younger, so she will probably work until. No, you and a half. you can't oh. access all the two and a half million now at fifty four years yeah. old because some of it's in four hundred ones, right? Correct. Yeah, fifty nine and a half before you get to it, right? Yeah. Have you got but some money can, to live on until you get to fifty nine and a half? Well, she could. She she's actually employed. She's uh, makes most of the money in the household. So what does she make? Um, she she makes around one sixty a year. Okay. And your expenses are eight thousand. So if you weren't even there, she'd be okay. Correct. <laughs> I think she's trying to tell you something. <laughs> no, she, I, I mean, actually, I, I, I just want to get out of the corporate. What, okay, so, I, I, yeah, there's a couple things. Mathematically, the answer is you're just fine, and I just outlined why. Yep. As soon as you get access to $2.5 million, if it's invested well, if you pull off 8 or 10% of that a year, regardless of whether she's working, you easily are going to make more than it takes to cover your expenses, Right. Correct. It's a math thing, like George said. It's not a feeling. But I think there's a lot more going on here than this. Well, we're completely debt-free. We have no credit card No, debt. I mean, she All doesn't want you things. sitting at home on your butt at 54 years old. No, it is. no. It's not the fact. It's just going to be a career change for me. I'm, I'm very handy. Okay, and, side uh, hustle is different. Yep. You yep. Know. I, want to do, I want to retire and do a side hustle. I it's not a side hustle. Home. It's a business. Retire and open a business. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll call it a business. Yeah, let's, let's start a small business idea that makes more than you used to make in corporate. Yep. And then it, then none of this is an issue. So I, I just can't recommend. I'm 63, and I can't recommend you do nothing. It's not worked out for most of my friends. They die. No, I'm not going to do anything. Trust me. We have a younger son that I actually want to spend the summers with. So the, home, the, the business would give me the flexibility to schedule work based on his school schedule. So if he was home in the summers, I could spend more time with him. So this is kind of a work-life balance thing for me. Yeah. Um. You have the money to do whatever you want. I'm, I'm now moving from financial to life. Do okay. something, okay? 
babysitting your kid in the summers going from the with the net worth you have is your only goal and calling that life balance and making it sound cool is it's going to wear pretty thin quick dude you're oh, going to want to go oh, yeah. do something with your life and you're too young to do nothing you're too valuable in the marketplace so go do something with your life that's just guy to guy right there there's nothing to do with the math the yep, math yep. is you're just fine and i'm a thing okay. i kind of think in this argument with your wife she's a little bit worried about that um, I don't think so because I'm pretty um, I'm pretty involved in uh, all kinds of activities and civics. And That's not the same thing. It, so. Well, I have a lot of activities to keep me busy. That's for That's sure. not the same thing. I'm talking about so being being of marketplace value, not simply serving the JCs. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and, and so you can do whatever you want to do. I'm not I'm not belittling you for that i'm just trying to listen to what's going on here because there's nothing in this math that says you can't quit cold today all the math says you can quit well the issue for her is she just doesn't think we have enough that's the thing she's just worried that we're going to run out have you shown her the expenses and the net income and what the retirement accounts will do yeah we've already met with a planner and he says we're good to go as well so Well, then she just doesn't uh, believe the data at that point. A lady lady that makes $160,000 a year is not stupid. So what is she really saying? That's what I'm trying to figure out. No, she's just, she's, she's always, she's come from a family where everybody works. No, she didn't come from a family where math didn't work. Math works in all families. She doesn't believe the math. I'm telling you. Well, that, that, then that's a different issue, but she's not too stupid to believe the math. She's not wanting to believe it for some reason. And that's your Mm -hmm. core issue. It's not, do I have enough to retire? It's how, how do I deal with my situation? So I, I have a friend I talked to the other day. He was one of the, he's like the sixth guy to ever go through Financial Peace University. Wow. He called me up and uh, I met with his grandson. That's how long ago this was, right? I met with his grandson the other day, who's a, a millionaire. Cause this guy went through Financial Peace University. Pretty cool. So, um, but the first time him and his wife walked in, she was a real estate agent and they had $4 million. They were in their fifties. And she thought she, she worked like 80 hours a week selling real estate. She could not relax. And I sat down with the math, and I showed her the exact same math that he had been showing her, that $400,000 a year 30 years ago. Wow. $400,000 a year 30 years ago. You know, you, you've got enough. You don't have to be in freakout mode. She relaxed, calmed down, ended up selling more real estate because she wasn't in freakout mode all the time. And, but it was, there was something, it was an emotional thing like with Jason's wife. Because Jason's wife, the lady I'm talking about, is not dumb. She's brilliant. And Jason's wife, not dumb. People, they don't generally pay dumb people 160 grand for much no. of anything. Generally. It's not for long, anyway. It catches up with you being dumb. But the, uh, but, but the, 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 is it the security gland that flared up? It could up? be. It could Scarce, be. A scarcity mindset, yeah, it's potentially. Like, like I knew a guy that was a, a billionaire, and I asked him why he worked all the time, and he said, I grew up dirt poor. And I'm like, well, I, I get that. And he goes, no, like the dirt, the floor in our house was dirt. That's dirt poor in Appalachia. And he goes, I can't get that out of my system, so I work all the time. I'm like, that's, that's not a math problem. That's not a financial problem. That's a psychological problem. You have a wound from your past, a trauma that you've not overcome. Mm. And, and that's a Dr. John Deloney answer. It's not a George Camel Dave Ramsey answer, right? Yeah. Well, that, a lot of that has to be dealt with if you're going to ever think it's enough. Because at some never point, you go, you got $20 million, this, you go, this well, guy, This guy had a billion. It, it could enough. all go away at any time, so i got to keep stacking, keep yeah. stacking. Yeah, and, and listen, you, you can't get enough. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Financial peace, two words that don't go together, like airline service, right? This is The Ramsey Show. 
Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable. Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. George Camel, Ramsey personality, soon to be number one best-selling author. We have launched the new book, is my co-host today, Breaking Free from Broke. The, uh, I actually am holding one. The real, that they real, the they real came copy. In. When I got here, they were on my desk. They're pretty cool, man. This is the real book. It's coming out January, but it's in pre-sale right now, Breaking Free from Broke, The Ultimate Guide to More Money and Less Stress on pre-sale right now in the store, along with a lot of other wonderful Ramsey goodies. Rachel's uh, new book is about sold out. We've got a order, another order coming in. Wow. Uh, the children's book, it's gone crazy. I'm glad for what I have. Thank Great you. One. Yeah, that's what the book is called, and we're glad that it's selling. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad for what I have. Another bestseller. <laughs> well, you, post, you posted a great picture of you with the grandkids reading the book, and I think that pulled everyone's I, heartstrings. I, I, I don't know if I was reading. I think I was just kind of hanging out. Yeah. Was I reading it? Well, it was a posed photo. It I imagined you reading. Yeah, it was Rachel. Yeah. I'm sure the kids love when you read to them. I Yeah, it's great. Papa Dave stories. Read the Total Money Makeover to those Papa kids. Papa Dave stories are a big deal, man. Epic. I'm just saying. Epic. Because I just make up stuff. <laughs> Justin's in Washington, D.C. Hey, Justin, what's going on? Hey, how you doing, sir? Better than I deserve. How can we help? So, uh, I'm, I'm active duty military. Um, and uh, I have a decent amount of credit card debt, uh, along with debt in general. Um, and I really am trying to figure out how I can start knocking this debt off, um, and, and eliminating this, um, you know, cause it's, it's become a bit of a burden and I don't, I honestly don't even know where to start. Cool. How old are you? Uh, I'm uh, 28. Cool. How much debt you got? Um, between, uh, house, credit card, vehicles, we're about, uh, 350. How much of that's house? Uh, 290. Okay, so you got sixty thousand. How much of that cars? Uh, about thirty to forty. Okay, so you got thirty thousand in credit card debt. Uh, roughly, no, roughly twenty-eight. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for your service. Which branch you serve in? Uh, I'm currently uh, Army, sir. Okay. Cool. Thank you very much. How long you been in? Uh, I've been in about six and a half years. About long enough to make this mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately. Okay. And you're ready for a change. The payments have caught up to you, and you guys are feeling the weight of these, and you want out. Yeah, yeah. What's your household income? Um, between my wife and I, um, we're about a hundred thousand. Great. So you make a hundred. You owe sixty in this consumer debt. So the question is, how much margin can we create to throw extra on the debt? And we're going to follow the debt snowball method. That's the way 10 million people have followed it. It's the same way I got out of 40 grand in debt. And so you have how many debts? Three or is it more than that total between the car loans and the credit card? Is it multiple cards? Uh, no, it just, it's one credit card. And honestly, I really didn't even want to get a credit card to begin with. Uh, fortunately, but, you know, when you become a homeowner, it's one of those things where you, uh, you got to have it as like a backup plan. Well, um, a so backup plan would be your own money. 
like having an emergency yeah. fund where you become yeah, the money. Bank? Money would be a backup plan. Debt didn't turn out to be yeah, a good absolutely. backup plan. Twenty percent right. interest um, on thirty about, grand is a bad plan for sure. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So how much are you going? Okay, so we're going to list the debt, smallest, largest. You have one big credit card, one big car, and that's it. Other than the house, is that it? Uh, yes, and I have a one of my cars is paid off already. Yeah. Um, and then I do have a motorcycle uh, that's for uh, alone ten thousand right now. Okay. All right. And what did you say the household income was again? Uh, we're about a hundred, a little under a hundred thousand. It's like ninety-eight and some change. Okay. Justin, when I was exactly your age, I filed bankruptcy. That was thirty years ago. About really? thirty-five years okay. ago now. Um, so I know how it feels to be scared and broke. And um, after that, I figured out how to get out of debt and stay out of debt. And I figured out that it was worth it to sacrifice now i call it live like no one else so that later you can live and give like no one else the way you're living life now is all the money comes in all the money goes back out and there's nothing left but stress so we um after each paycheck we we still pocket about anywhere from 1500 to Two thousand yeah, okay. a month after after all so of our bills. If I woke up in your shoes, knowing what I know now, and today I'm a multimillionaire because I quit doing stupid crap, or as much I limited the stupid crap I do, right? And so, what I, if I woke up in your shoes? I'm going to give you a real harsh prescription because I know that the faster you get out of this mess, the faster you're going to actually become wealthy. You see the ratio of that? Yes, sir. Okay, so. Um, anyway, uh, I would sell my motorcycle today. It's a freaking toy. You don't need it. You can get your motorcycle later. By the way, I have several things with wheels and motors in them now, but I didn't have them when I was broke. And so you live, you drive like no one else so that later you can drive like no one else. You're driving a $30,000 car. I'd probably consider selling that and moving down. But if you want to plow your way through it, you got $60,000 worth of debt. And if you do that at $2,000 a month, that's 30 months. Right? Two yeah, and a half years. Okay. You're not, you don't need to see the inside of a restaurant, and you don't need to go on vacation. The only time you're in the inside of a restaurant is if somebody you love is working there, and you're getting a free meal. And that might be you, but I don't care. Nobody is going anywhere except we're getting out of debt. We're living on beans and rice, rice and beans. We're going to clean this freaking mess up, and we're never going back in debt again. Because if you didn't have any payments but a house payment right now, man, you'd have some money. And you deserve to have some money because you have put in your time serving your country. You don't deserve to be this broke. Absolutely, sir. Now, will you say, this is going to boot camp. That's what I'm doing. You hearing me? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so I actually do have my motorcycle up for sale right now. Good. Uh, You're ahead of me. That, um, What's it I listed for? That it, um, so after all the aftermarket stuff I put on it, um, I'm trying to sell it for about 10. Um, and, and you owe 10. Not, you know, yeah, so I figured if I, if I can get maybe a little bit less, maybe 9500 you know, I can put the Yeah, you can cover it, or a little bit more, and you'd have 500 to throw at the credit card. Chop the credit card up, get your wife on a budget, you two sit down and get the Every Dollar app out. It's completely free to download it and use it. It's the number one budgeting app in the world. Go check it out, and sit down and lay yourself out a budget, and commit to boot camp for the next 24 to 30 months and you could be debt free but the house and then that sets you up with a lot of money in your pocket to do a lot of stuff with in generosity in investing and to begin paying off your house yeah and there's a lot of sacrifice you can make if 30 months sounds like a long time 
Let's sell more stuff. Let's increase the income. Let's get the expenses down. Donna's in Wilmington, Delaware. Hey, Donna, what's up? Hi, how are you, sir? Better than I deserve. Uh, how can I help? Well, um, I'm just checking with you. I, I've been listening to you for about two months. Checking with you to see if I'm making the right decision. My husband and I are seniors. Uh, we're retired. We own a house in, in Delaware, one in um, Lewis, which is near Wilmington, and, uh, and a rental property in Rehoboth. And my son lives in Connecticut, and we're considering of buying a third home up there instead of visiting him and paying hotel rooms all the time, uh, buying a house and making it into an Airbnb, and this way we can use it when we want and rent it out when we can. The two houses down here are fully paid off, uh, and our rental property pays the expenses for our house here, which is a good thing. But it would mean having to go into debt when we go to Connecticut. Uh, don't have much money for a down payment, so we'd have to mortgage the whole thing. And we're looking for no more than about two hundred fifty to three hundred thousand for a house up there. Yeah. I just don't want in my sixties to make a wrong decision. Yeah, it's a wrong decision. Five don't years do it. cat food after it's, I built it's, up it's a wrong decision. Don't do it. You don't spend $250,000 of borrowed money to avoid a hotel room. No. Well, eventually. No, not eventually. You're not right. That's exactly what you're doing. And and then you got to screw with Airbnb people. Lord help you. Have you ever rented to Airbnb people? Now you're running a hotel. Oh, yeah. That's a total pain in the butt. This is going to be a big headache, and it's going to cost you guys a lot of money, and it's going to cost you your peace. Just just rent you a hotel room, honey. I mean, you go rent the freaking Four Seasons Suite in the corner for a lot less than this and pay cash for it. I mean, just go, you know. No. No. If you can't pay cash for uh, toys, don't buy toys. And this is a toy. Now, Donna, we love you. If that sounded harsh, I apologize. I'm coming up on a commercial break, and I want to tell you the truth because I love you. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSC. George Campbell, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host. Thank you for joining us, America. Open phones at 888 825 Two two five. I say America. I just came back from an overseas vacation in Egypt, and um, I'm shocked as to how many people in other countries they recognize everywhere you. we go listen to the show. It's because your co-host you know. is half Egyptian, so now I'm I'm bringing a whole new market. That's to you, it. Dave. That's it. They were like, 
uh, George Camel. You know George Camel, that you know, guy? You're the guy with George Camel. That's what they kept I'm sure. saying. Yeah, that's what they told me over and over. I'm sure you stand out like a sore thumb there, too. It doesn't help. An old, yeah, so, lots of sore thumbs. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a, yeah. In the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage, Brandon and Hannah are with us. Welcome, guys. Hey, Hi. what's up? Where do you guys live? Uh, we live in a small town called Mount Dora, just outside of Orlando. Awesome. Welcome to Nashville. And how much debt have you paid off? <sighs> a whopping 143000 nope. Whopping. You almost grew it there. (laughs) All right. And how long did this take? Uh, Four years on the dot. All right. And making what kind of household income? Range of income. Uh, When we first started our debt-free journey, collectively, we were making $48,000 a year. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end, uh, currently where we are, we're making about one hundred and forty-three thousand uh, a year. Nice, nice jump in four years. Yeah, yeah. Very well done. <laughs> what do you guys do for a living? Uh, I am a corporate recruiter for an insurance technology company. There we go. And I work on our corporate marketing team. Ah, and okay. we happen to work for the same organization, actually. <laughs> Shocking. Is that where you met? <laughs> no. no, high school. <laughs> oh, okay. High school. Yes. All right. How long have you been married? Coming two up on two years in years. January. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So you started this separately and then finished it together. Absolutely. So uh, what kind of debt was the 110000 and whose fault was most of this? <laughs> There's always one. Uh, well, I think uh, we had $73,000 in student loan debt. My student loan debt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which became ours. Um, mm-hmm. We had... Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, $18,500 of credit card debt. And then we were paying back an auto loan that my grandparents had purchased a car for us when we were really needed one. And we wanted to pay them back as soon as possible. Oh, okay. Yes. And I want to emphasize that the $73,000 was just for my bachelor's degree. Okay. So. All right. And, and what's your degree in? Uh, communications, specifically oh. in public relations and advertising. And now you work in marketing. So I that's do. Good. You're actually using your degree. You're, it's unusual. It's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Good stuff. Well, what started this journey, guys? Uh, Dave, uh, four years ago, I called into your show. Uh-oh. And, uh, was, I was, that, was I nice? You were very nice. Oh, good. Uh, I, I was in a, a pickle. I uh, had five credit cards maxed out up to my eyes in uh, minimum payments. And I was considering debt consolidation, but the bad kind where you mm-hmm. you know default on all of your loans and then your credit score tanks and everything goes out of whack. Yep. You talked to me out of it, sent me a copy of your total money makeover, read it cover to cover a few times wow. and uh you know, got on the program and then got her along with me wow that's the what? best where are they now story ever one of one of those free books actually worked George. amazing <laughs> that one worked good sometimes they work sometimes they end up in the trash i'm never talking to that guy again but you took the advice and you inspired others and here you guys are together was it easy for you to get on board hannah did you already know about this stuff so actually no um when he first presented it to me i was like i know how to save money i you know i'm making my own money i'm an adult whatever but he broke it down into such a fun way especially following a lot of your practices after reading the book we even incorporate you know now we have monthly budget meetings yeah that we followed the budget um document that's on your website i believe oh yeah very good yeah. old school i like it <laughs> very well done congratulations yeah y'all. we uh, we actually were able to cash flow her entire master's degree oh wow um which was excellent she didn't believe it was possible but i broke down the numbers like hey we can do this um what's your master's in my master's is in public relations <laughs> so, ah, okay and that helped me actually get a big bump in my pay i bet awesome. so it already roi very good yeah, yeah. now that, that's called smart education <laughs> i like smart education 
There's too much dumb education out there. That's smart. Well, you actually want to hang the degree up when it's paid for. When you got student loans attached to it, you're like, I'm going to hide that in a closet. Yeah, well, they can repo it, so yeah. you don't want to do it. <laughs> Way to go, guys. Yeah. How does so- it feel to be free? Amazing. Like a literal weight off your shoulders. I didn't think the psychological benefit was going to be as powerful as it has been, but it's, it's been phenomenal. Uh, one of the things, and I, I would say this is probably the hardest thing we did, but shortly after getting married uh, last January, um, we took all of our honeymoon money, all twelve, thirteen thousand dollars $13,000 and Whoa. threw it at debt and uh, had to postpone our trip to Italy, but we were finally able to take it earlier this year. All right. Nice. Yeah. Yay. That's <laughs> a good related. trip. Very good. Well done. Oh, nice honeymoon. Great photos, too, if you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. The Italy photos. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah, the Coliseum. Yeah. Well, that's good. some good delayed gratification right there. You guys still took the trip. You know, yeah. a lot of people think, well, I, Dave doesn't want me to live my life. And we go, no, you can live it two years from now with freedom. We're not paying for that trip six months later. Yeah. And you guys did exactly that. Yeah. And unfortunately, also, uh, this year, I was laid off in, in uh, February, and fortunately, because we were smart and had a, a cushion between us and life, it was it was a lot easier to go through that and not freak out like we would have a few years ago. Yep. Every $5 out of the nine that we make in monthly um, went to our savings sure. and just but like going to the debt at first, and then after we finally got debt-free, it has now just become a nice nest egg as our six-month emergency fund. Yeah. How old are you two? 29 and 28. All right. Not even 30 years old. You paid off $110,000 in debt in four years. Of that, you've been married two years, and you're working it separately before that. Well done. What do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is? Because you're a blazing example. You did it. I'm so proud of y'all. Thanks, Dave. Um, Well, I would say 100%. It is worth it. Um, Unfortunately, the systems in place can kind of make you feel like it's hopeless in America, but you can absolutely do it, especially speaking to the younger audience and talking to the people in their 20s and 30s. Uh, you can do it. Um, just perseverance, dedication, staying consistent and, and being honest with yourself. And I think a biggest thing too is simplifying it and communicating it. It's so scary to talk about finances if you don't know what you're talking about, but with tools like your money, total every money dollar. maker book, every dollar, we yeah. use that all the time. Yeah. You know, it just made it so much easier and we were able to just really focus dig our heels in and get to our goals and and i'm so happy we've done it now in our mid to late 20s and we never have to look back and listen there were moments where you know (laughs) we're just putting money towards this day and it's just like this is never gonna end Mm. like i'm sick and tired of throwing my money into this never-ending black hole and it was just absolutely worth it we worked two jobs in the beginning yeah for almost two years i worked two jobs with like a day off every week just to get ahead what was the best money you made at a side gig? Uh, at my previous organization, I worked for the airlines, and uh, they commissioned bonus checks to us depending on how well we were doing during the flight. So just hustling like that and then just finding something easy to do on the weekends. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, good. Very cool. Very cool. Way to go, you guys. Thanks, Way Dave. To go. What a great job. I can tell you guys have built these muscles where you're like, any financial goal, we're going to be able to do it because yeah. you know how to save. You know how to spend wisely. And that's the most hopeful part of all this. You guys are invincible now. Yeah. And, and honestly, like this is four years in the making. It has taken us four dedicated years to be here today. And it, it's... A- did uh, did uh, some of your friends like think you were cuckoo? Yeah, 100%. friends, family. Yeah, a lot of cuckoos out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some people are like, "Don't worry, just pay the minimums on the Don't debt. Don't worry, be happy. Get forgiven. Stay in debt. Yeah. yeah, it'll all work out. No, oh. it won't. This is called grown-up <laughs> stuff. Yeah. 
Way to go, you guys. It's so good. It's so good. So now you get to do the Toby Keith thing, How You Like Me Now, right? Oh, my gosh. I love that song. <laughs> we just hope we can inspire other people out there to do this because I, I promise you it's worth it. You just did, my brother. Well done. <laughs> Very well done. Hey, we've got a copy of the Total Money Makeover for you to give away in the uh, Live and Give box. And, of course, the, ba- the Baby Steps Millionaire's book, because that's your next step in this journey. You're going to be there for sure. And a Financial Peace University membership. So enjoy those or give them away <laughs> as our gift. Thanks for coming all the way up from Florida to do your debt-free scream. You two are incredible. Brandon and Hannah, Orlando, Florida area. 110000 paid off in four years, making 48 to 143. They did it before they're 30. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. All right. All right. Three, two, two one. We're debt free. Yeah. That's how it's done right there. Woo. Love it. This is the Ramsey Show. George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888 825-5225. Our question of the day comes from our friends at Neighborly, your hub for home services for over 40 years. Neighborly has done an exclusive network of trained local service providers backed by the Neighborly Done Right Promise. So if it's not done right, Neighborly will make it right. Visit neighborly.com slash Ramsey and you can learn more. Today's question comes from Peter in Michigan. Hey, Dave, I just turned 22 and have a credit score of 730. Oh, God. I'm looking to buy my first home within the next year, but the interest rate on homes are through the roof, although I see that they are coming down a little bit. Should I hold out for lower rates? Go ahead and lock it in. Thank you. Aha, the classic conundrum. Should I time the real estate interest rate market? It's kind of like timing the, the stock market. The best time to invest in the stock market is when you have the money to invest versus trying to figure out if it's going to go down or up. Exactly. So I would buy when he's ready to buy. Yeah. Marry the house, date the rate. So buy the house and refinance when rates come down. You're not married to the mortgage. You're married to the house. So figure out the right house at the right time, the right girl at the right time, get married, and date the rate. The rate's temporary. It's not a permanent decision. So no one says you have to keep a mortgage. So matter of fact, I have a 0% mortgage. I don't have one. I haven't had one in years. Not a percent, not even a mortgage. So there you go. And uh, that's a possibility, too, in your future. Um, So I will tell you this, Peter. You're 22. you got plenty of time. There's no problem. You'll get there. But whenever you're ready to buy, marry the house and date the rate. And, and good. you just, you can refinance, you can refinance. Any of you that are sitting there right now waiting on house prices to come down, you're going to be waiting. You're going to be waiting. There's some prices that have adjusted, but values have not adjusted. Prices have adjusted because some of these people are trying to get some of these people who were paying too much because everything was in a frenzy. You remember right after the Fauci pandemic, y'all remember that? Yeah. Right it was listed that. for a bajillion dollars, and uh, the market yeah. was like, no, we're not paying that. You were looking for a sucker, and the sucker didn't come, so now they dropped their price. But the values have not gone down, and so and they're not going to go down because there's a shortage of housing. Buyers are not out there eating up everything right now, and there's not a lot of inventory. And so it's just it's a really slow market, number one, but it's slow in listings, too. You can't find a property because there's not a lot of inventory. So uh, it's a really weird time to buy, but there's nothing wrong with buying right now. And if you wait two years, the price is going to be more. 
And if you buy now at a higher rate and the rates come down, you just refinance. That's the whole thing. Ashley's with us in Philadelphia. Hi, Ashley. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? So my boyfriend is receiving a pretty large settlement um, in the next coming months. And we're kind of debating. uh, We're we're looking to buy our first home. um, And obviously, once the home comes uh, once the right home comes, we'll, we'll do that. But he's stuck on paying the house out in full. Um, and I'm wondering if it's better to do a big down payment and get a mortgage on the house. Why do you want a mortgage? I don't, I don't know. I feel like putting a huge lump of that settlement into a house. Why do you, why do you want a mortgage? More. I, I'm not, I'm not sure. Well, you just told <laughs> just me you wanted a mortgage. That. What do you think he yeah, should do with I just, it? I, I just want him to use it as wisely as possible. Um, it sounds like I, he wants I, to I avoid debt. How much How much is he getting? Yeah. Um, right around half a million. Okay. And how much is the house price you're thinking about buying? Um, we were thinking like mid threes. Okay. All right. um, is the settlement taxed? No, it's not. Okay. All right. Um, well, let me, uh, send him a warning through you mm-hmm. and you're not going to like this. Okay? okay. There is no, we, you're not married. Exactly. Yeah. There's, there's I, a he. I'm, coming, I'm coming into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a he it's his money. Mm-hmm. And so yep. if he buys a house, it goes into his name, not our name. Mm-hmm. Unless you're married. Are y'all getting married? Um, eventually we've okay. been together for six years. So apparently, apparently not. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I mean, six years and you had paint, paint or get off the ladder. I mean, so you've already figured out what you're doing, but the, um, yeah, I, I, if I'm him, what's his, what is his income? Um, right around, uh, 55, I think. Okay. So let's pretend for a second. Let's just reverse engineer this so that mm-hmm. you'll, it'll help you with your heart on understanding where our voice advice is coming from. Let's mm-hmm. pretend that he made $55,000, had $200,000 in the bank and a paid for $300,000 house. And you walked up to that guy and you met that guy. He had a paid for $300,000 house, 200,000 in the bank. He makes $55,000 a year. Would you then tell him to go get a mortgage because that's wise? No. Same thing, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I just did it backward. Yeah. It's the same exact thing. So the only thing that, that could fall under the heading of wisdom is if you if it made sense, and I don't think it does, and Georgia doesn't think it does, to borrow on your home to do investing. And effectively, if you're going to invest some, let's say he put 100000 down, and instead of paying the other 200 on the house, put it in mutual funds, Okay which is kind of what's mm-hmm. probably rattling around in the back of your head somewhere. Um, if, if that makes sense, then borrowing on the paid-for house to do the same thing would also make sense. But okay. by reverse engineering it, it makes you realize, oh, there's risk involved here. What was mm-hmm. the – I know you can't get into lawsuit details. Was he injured for the settlement? He was, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Is he okay? He's Yeah, he's great now. He can still no, work. No, no permanent damage to his income. No. 
No, it was it was a, a miracle heal. Good, good. I'm glad for him and you too. Yeah. So I would tell him to pay cash for his house and and set aside an emergency fund and invest the balance long term. And by the way, if you don't have any payments in the world and you make $55,000, you could pay what's the equivalent of a house payment into your investments every month. And that alone will make you a millionaire in just a few years. Okay. Does that make sense too? It does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I would do. But, um, uh, yeah, those of you that are, uh, uh, shacking up and playing house or whatever you want to call that stuff. Um, be sure that you keep your legal stuff completely separate and you have to be careful even with your pronouns in this case, not like woke pronouns, but like pronouns, like the, the you have to get your, like your, we're buying a house. We're buying a house. We aren't doing anything. He is, uh, we, we're getting a settlement. No, he is. If you're married, there's a, we, when you're married, you become French. We, we, right. That's how that works. But until you're married, there's not a we. Uh, legally, I'm talking about. Um, and, and honestly, actually, that also leaves you in a uh, a predicament as well that I don't want you in. I would rather you have the safety in this relationship and the things that you've been pouring into, the, the economics you've been pouring into this for six years – I'd rather you have the safety of marriage. Marriage represents safety for you, young lady. So I, I, I would just as a, you know, a guy who's seen all the stuff go bad because that's all we do. We work with a lot of people who are things went bad. I, I want I want you to have a better life than than this is setting up because you know one day he just decides you're not there legally. He didn't have to do anything except tell you to move. He didn't even have to evict you. You don't even have tenants' rights. You just move out. You're a squatter. You know? No equity, nothing. And that's just, um, you know, you don't want to play that out for 90 years. You don't want to play that out. I've been married 43 years. You don't want to play that out 43 years and see how that looks. It doesn't. This doesn't age well. It's like cheap wine. It doesn't age well. So, you know, that that's just me loving you right now, telling you that for you. So you guys do whatever you want to do. You're grown-ups, and we love you either way. We'll help you all the time. You call us anytime. This is The Ramsey Show.